All right, Bobby, I think <laughs> I think that shaved about three minutes off our 15-minute call. As I almost broke my fucking glass table punching it. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, the three-minute podcast. Yay! Yeah, we're out. I tried to do one when I was in Lake Powell, but it was, it was all choppy because I didn't realize that my cell phone connection was that bad, so we sent it to Mama C. So, there we go. We'll try it again. Yeah, I felt like that was a good one, too. Pretty good. Most importantly, yeah. it felt done, which was good. <laughs> and you have a listening party with Dave Rader and British Jonathan, and Bingo just showed up, and the cat's yowling in the background. I heard this little kitty cat. Yeah, that can't make it the next 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so here we go. With the whole crew in uh, a Nose from the Pin production with co-host Douglas Stanhope. So Douglas I, got back from a, a road trip. Yeah. I just uh, I opened my mail today, and I had Raider. I got one from a prison, and it's uh, some guy that, I don't know, he acts like he knows me. Uh asking me to write a, uh, a a letter for his parole board uh, saying that I basically support his release and will help. It will help a lot if I include the following, blah, blah, blah. I have no idea who that guy is, but you've never asked me to do that. Why would I? I'm trying to get out. Not, not, uh, I need some <laughs> some stand-up citizens. I need Raider. I'll have Dave Raider, the banker, uh, <laughs> write something on the back of whatever official documents they give him. Uh, the fleece America <laughs> I need some stand up people no I haven't I'm not close enough you do believe me believe you me I will be leaning on you I, I don't I doubt you have actual letterhead but I think we're going to have to create somewhere it'll say famed comedian once did a show with <laughs> Joe Rogan and uh, yeah I will be leaning on you that's not going to come you, you see the parole board six months before your uh, earliest release date um, I actually sat down at uh, there's only two people to a table, and you got to just sit. It's like random. You just sit whoever falls in line there. So uh, there's a bunch of new people, and the kid across from me is chewing on my shitty pizza, and he says, uh, "Do you know about uh, do you know about the parole process?" And I just shake my head no, and uh, annoyed because it's like hey, I have to watch everyone go home from here, and I'm just <laughs> it's the guy that's still here even when they come back and shit. I'm like I don't know anything about going home. I know a lot about being here. So you can ask me about that, but as far as going home, I have no idea. Yeah, we'll start, we'll, we'll start drunk dialing the uh, governor. Whitmer is her name? Oh, my gosh, she's the worst. Yeah, that's her name. That's her name. You probably don't um, say the worst on a podcast. I'd say that did I say worst? Uh, I meant the, but she's the best, and I support her all the way. I, I, I don't know. At this point, it's just whoever's in there is in there. Um, my poor, I talked to Mama C the other day, and uh, she was, uh, I don't know, trying to cheer me up and herself as well. And she's like, two and a half years. And I'm like, two and a half years? I'm like, I got four and a half years. She, this poor lady has been counting chickens before. That she assumed that uh, good times. Slightly a regular calendar? Yeah, she's, uh, she's assuming good times going to come back. And I was like, don't. It probably will. As soon as I get out of prison, it'll probably come back. But, uh, 
yeah, we're going to count on four and a half being there. What if your other one of those kids, like, like yeah, the ones that marry death row inmates because they don't really want them around? And what if your mother's like that? She just really likes you now that you're in prison. But when you get out, she's like, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I promise too much. I'm not I, really listen. I uh, I talk to her more now than I did when I was out there, just for the last couple of years. Well, and yeah. So, well, uh, are you fucking banging fucking opiates and getting eighty six from fucking Key West bars? Well, that was yeah. She was peeling me off the. Uh, off of, uh, yeah, I told you about them coming home from Fantasy Fest and fine. Yeah, well, you know that was was going on, but that wasn't the last couple of years. Was a little. I've actually had a job and doing all that stuff. But, Bob, Bobby and I, when I was on the road, uh, Bobby and I were talking while I was driving and planning like, uh, oh, we could do a travel show, the convict and the comic. Uh, and I said, I'll meet you at the gates, just like the Blues Brothers, and, and we'll drive, like, we'll go straight to the whorehouse in Nevada, uh, yeah. go to the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, we had a, we had a, some flights of fancy together. Yeah, I have uh, these things where I call them fantasies of freedom, or when you're just looking down the barrel of a 12-year sentence at night, you'll just... It's not really healthy, but it's kind of nice to do every now and again where you're just, you'll have, I'll just picture, you know, different scenarios of like my, my recently released life. And, um, one of them involves a barbecue. So a lot of them involve uh, bars with neon light. But the number one thing for me is, uh, because it seems real, those, those are like the groceries, all that stuff, um, you get numb thinking about the the like the the more exciting things like being at the bar and shit like that. It doesn't seem real, but the realest thing to me that still gives me a little chills when I think about it is stopping at the first gas station once I leave and uh, hearing that ding when you go in and the annoyed cashier. They don't have that. Just... What's that? No, they no, no, no. They got rid. They got rid of all the uh, all the gas stations in here. Yeah, no, it's all vending now. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that thing's that that little uh, flight of fancy still feels real because it's mundane enough. And just looking at like energy drinks, oh my god, I'm probably gonna probably gonna it's gonna be like snorting a line of coke, a little snorting <laughs> line of blow, drinking some of those energy drinks, and just having a variety of I don't know candy and all that little shit we take for granted. Which I mean, by the way, Eagle in around uh, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh go get a scratch ticket and a newspaper hauling <laughs> <All> card. <laughs> yeah, I don't know uh yeah, I don't know what's going on out there now. It's uh <laughs> well, it's, it's flying cars, right? You guys have flying tablet. Cars. I don't even have a fucking tablet. You just get a like a new tablet? Well no, here and this like dovetails perfectly into this. I like how you how you did that. They're uh so it's just super rare to get new shit in here. They just take stuff Don't away. They point out tech, fucking moron. <laughs> they, they, uh, <laughs> shut up. They, uh, they take shit away, right? They take cigarettes away. They take, they never gave us fee, fee like, uh, uh, pocket pussies. They should have, but they only take shit away. And, and a while ago, like what, 2015, 16, they gave us these little tablets, which is really generous use of the term tablet. It's like the size of a little iPhone four or something. And uh, you can you got you can type and you get your music. It's on there, and you get your JPEGs and shit. Well, recently they just approved that's a, that's a four and a quarter inch screen, corner to corner. They just approved a seven inch screen, 
and uh, you just started. You were just able to order them like, like two weeks ago. No one's got their shit yet, and uh, oh, now you can just, just take a picture of your whole dick. <laughs> two twice. <laughs> two of them in there. I uh, no, there's not a camera on it, dummy. You fish, you. There's no. I, that's no better show if there was. Um, but yeah, so this is how fucked up I am. I go in there and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm like, I wonder what a seven inch screen actually looks like. So I sit down and trace. I draw, I draw, I sketch this new tablet, and I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm walking around with it in my pocket, and I have where the where the screen size is. I have an old screen size drawn on there, and I'm showing it to people. I'm like, hey, look at what it's actually going to look like. And normally, the proper response to that would be, get the fuck away from me. But the current <laughs> response is people gathering around going, oh, my God, that's so big. <laughs> so, and everyone's like, look at this shit. Look at this. They're holding a piece of paper, like, pretending to type on it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's, like, the newest, biggest thing. Imaginary on the piece of paper. Yeah, there's no internet, there's no porn. Even when we, I get the real thing, there's not going to be any internet or porn or movies. But the pictures will be bigger <laughs> that, we, that I've already got on my old one, which will be, I told you uh, earlier, that's going to carry me another year. If you draw very intricate, uh, lifelike porn, would you be able to sell it? Yeah, but not enough for, not enough for the time it would take you to draw it. The going rate on a Xerox black and white, really clear um, hardcore scene of porn goes for about a dollar to two dollars per per picture. So if you were to draw one, it wouldn't be worth the effort. Yeah, I guess no one would request softcore porn. I guess hardcore is inherent. <laughs> I prefer. Well, there's a lot more softcore because it's not. It's not uh, prohibited. It's not contraband. Not a lot of. I like to leave a lot to imagination. Yeah, yeah. They want all everyone. There's not. There's no one in here searching for bikini shots. <laughs> I. Uh, it, it's crazy though, though, the hardcore porn because there's only so many uh, hardcore mags that have made it in here. That I don't care where you are, you'll get a, a stack of uh, some Xerox copies, and you see the same rotating scenes. And you can tell by how, how grainy and shady they are, how many times they've been copied. And a lot of them are from the 80s, 80s and 90s, and I think you're probably allowed to order those. Uh, <laughs> well, you get some sliver of hope. The seven-inch seven tablet might uh, carry you for another year. Yeah, it will, well, just excitement-wise, you know. I'll uh, just have something. You can order video games on there, though. Can't order, can't, they can't, they don't have any, like, writing um, application that'll make writing easier or better, but they have a million, they have, like, a hundred video games you can, uh, you can but buy. But nothing teach you a skill? No, no, why would they do that? They want babysitters, not uh, teachers. So, you know, I'm going to get a nice race car game. I had one of those games where uh, I only ever bought two games, and then I don't use them a lot. I got the one where it's like... Six, you have one minute remaining. Where you create a little town. And then, uh, and then oh, you know... Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, and so uh, you create a little... The, are we doing prison uh, nomenclature? Oh, shit. Yeah, fuck it. This just close on video games. All right, well, listen. I, I was uh, all excited about ruining your segue. You did call and, me uh, a fish. 
Yeah, you are acting like a real goddamn fish, Douglas, talking about cameras on the tablet. What the <laughs> hell's wrong with you? Fish, a new... On you drew the tablet so you could draw a dick pic on it. Yeah, I don't want to just... I'm going to do myself a lot of favors when I do. I, uh... <laughs> Slide yeah, it under so, your fucking uh, cellmate's door, your next door cellmate neighbor. <laughs> dick pic. <laughs> You got me again, Bobby. You slide down. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, here we go. Twelve minutes of fun. Uh, and it's a fun and dick pics and uh, insulting. Thank you for using GTL. <laughs> hey, Mama C. It's Douglas Stanhope. Hey, uh, when you talk to Bobby next, I always forget to tell him when I talk to him, uh, recorded or not, that there's so many times that I think, fuck, I wish I could call Bobby right now and tell him about this shit from my life. And that just, it just adds to the whole claustrophobia of the, of a prison relationship. Just let him know that it, it goes both ways. And a lot of times I wish he had a, a cell phone in his, Pink pocket. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love you. Bye.